What's up, everyone? This is your man, Ray Lopez, here with Sino Sports. Another quick hit show for you guys here on this Saturday afternoon. We're going to talk about the college football national championship and the NFL playoff picture. Let's waste no time and get right into it. All right, first of all, Alabama versus Ohio State for the national championship. This is a matchup that's been talked about for decades now, it, at least from what, I, what I've seen here. Uh, over the past couple of years, at least the past 10 years, with the fact that Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide have just been a tour de force winning national championships, putting people into the NFL like nobody else, Heisman Trophy winners galore. This team against Ohio State, which has pretty, pretty consistently been the best team out of the Big Ten um, over the past 10, 15 years, this has been a matchup that's been talked about at least for many uh, for many folks over the past, I would say at least the past decade. Um, and this year especially, many many people didn't expect Ohio State to make it anywhere near this far. And yes, I'm guilty as charged, I'm biased, don't at me, all right? <laughs> but, but going to the game itself, Alabama right now is favored at minus eight in the betting odds and given a 62.5% chance to win the title, according to ESPN Football Power Index. Basically, that tells me Alabama is the safe bet here. Put them up by a touchdown because of what Ohio State proved to us last week and how they beat Clemson. Now, I've got quite a few questions on this game. I don't have all the answers to them uh, because I don't have my man Dre here to uh, give me some of the football advice here. But these are a few of the things that I'll be thinking about during this game. Number one, will Justin Fields play a significant role in this game? Now, you're damn right he's going to play, despite the beating that he took against Clemson. You know, probably get a few cortisone shots in him directly to his cracked ribs. I'm half kidding about that, but I wouldn't doubt it if it happens. But anyway, how is Ohio State then going to use their various weapons in case Fields is limited in his play due to the rib injury? Now, as of right now, Ohio State averages 43.4 points per game. Now, it, that's a crazy stat. I would say, though, in large part, it's due to them playing only seven games and that destruction performance that they put on Clemson in the Sugar Bowl last week certainly helps with that point-per-game average. On the other side of the ball, on the other side with Alabama and the SEC, they have both the Heisman winner in Devontae Smith and the Heisman runner-up, Mac Jones, on their offense. Kind of reminds me of Matt Leiner and Reggie Bush. Who knows, maybe this Mac Jones kid, if he stays another year, will be the favorite to win the Heisman next year. He may actually get it. Now, Bama is no slouch on offense either. Because right now, they're averaging 48.2 points per game, which is insane to me. I can't even believe that stat that I'm seeing. Now, it's going to be interesting to see if this becomes a high-scoring game or a defensive struggle because both teams' defenses allow less than three touchdown scores per game. So nothing less than 21 points per game allowed in points allowed. Now, again, these two teams are both, in my opinion, the best two teams in the country. Ohio State proved me wrong last week when the way they just completely dismantled and destroyed the Clemson Tigers. Um, it was quite a performance to see. And I respect, much respect goes out to Justin Fields and the way he played. Um, I've never seen quite a performance like that. And I am biased. I am a Penn State graduate. I'm a Penn State fan. 
and um, you know, being in the Big Ten Conference, having to play those guys each year, always a big game. Whenever we do beat Ohio State, it's the best. Whenever we lose to them, it's like, well, it happened again. But either way, I'm honestly going to take Alabama in this game from a from a completely objective perspective because they're the they're the easy favorite. I, I would not the easy favorite, but they're the safe pick. They've been this team in multiple national championships, sometimes multiple national championships in a row the past decade. I would take Alabama by at least 10. But I won't be surprised if the Buckeyes keep this game close. And they're definitely capable of pulling off the upset, as they showed us last week. I'm going to say Alabama... Let's say Alabama 31, Ohio State 24. I would say 31 to 24. Um, I know I said at least 10, but... Now, come to think of it, I think Ohio State would be within at least a touchdown. So 31 to 20, uh, 24 is my prediction for Alabama-Ohio State. That's the only college football game we had left going into the NFL playoffs now. Here we go. So now the Bills and Colts. Now, as I was typing up my notes earlier, the game was going on and I was watching it live, but the game did end in a pretty dramatic fashion, I would say. The Bills somehow pulled out the victory their first playoff game win in 25 years. They won the game 27 to 24. Phillip Rivers threw a Hail Mary pass that did ultimately went incomplete. And now the Bills are advanced into the divisional round against either, I think it would be the winner of Pittsburgh and Cleveland or Tennessee and Baltimore. Uh, can't quite remember. They may They may actually end up playing the... I don't think they'll play the the Chiefs or the um... oh man who was ranked second out of the playoffs picture I can't remember off the top of my head I'll have to look that up here um, but as it stands now um, that game is over we've got another two games going on as we speak in the NFL playoffs um, the Seattle Seahawks are facing the LA Rams, division rivals, but it's pretty evenly matched according to the stats that I'm seeing here um, using ESPN.com as sort of my guide here. Um, both teams are over 10 wins, or 10 wins or better. Um, the Seahawks, I believe, are currently favored at minus three. Uh, the game is in Seattle, but again, not many fans are being allowed to uh, attend these games. And with about a little less than six minutes left in the first quarter, there is no score between the Rams and the Seahawks as I do this podcast. Um, I honestly think, just based on what I've seen with the Seahawks this year, I haven't paid attention to them too much. Could be a toss-up, but I like Seattle more because I just think the team is better on paper, you know, and um, they have more of a shot, in my opinion, to dethrone Green Bay. Um, if because that's where the Super Bowl, the road to the Super Bowl for through the NFC is going through Green Bay. I have no doubt about that. Um, next game we have is the Washington football team, still unnamed, against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now Chase Young from the from the Washington team got his wish. They get Tom Brady and his TBs. The Tampa Bay Bucks, get it? Anyway, um, 
A couple of guys, though, for the uh, for Washington are out today or questionable. Uh, Terry McLaurin is listed as questionable still, according to the most recent uh, uh, injury report here. And breaking news from earlier today is that Alex Smith is ruled out, and they're going to start Taylor Heineke, who is the third-string quarterback for for Washington, as the starter against Tampa Bay today. That in my opinion, is it's a pretty decent sign that Tampa Bay is going to run away with this one. I, I've never seen this kid, Taylor Heineke, play. I don't really know what he's about. Wish him all the best. But Tampa Bay currently is uh, favored at minus eight. They've got a slew of wily old veterans, of course, led by the great Tom Brady. But they do have a solid young group of players on both sides of the ball. So I would say... Tampa Bay wins this one. I have it here by a touchdown. I would say at least two touchdowns. At least two touchdowns. So I'm going to go Tampa Bay 24. Uh, Tampa Bay 24. Washington 17. No, not 17. 10. 24 to 10. Let's go with that. Okay. Next one, we've got New Orleans versus the Chicago Bears. This game is tomorrow. As I say this... The Bears somehow snuck into the playoffs this year. But they got a tough and talented Saints team to go against. Now, as of right now, the Saints are given a about a 79% chance to beat Chicago. Wow. But as of right now, Alvin Kamara has been listed as out of the game, which could spell trouble for the Saints. Chicago may surprise us, but I think that's less than likely. Saints by two and a half touchdowns. I would say by 17 over the Bears. But we'll see what happens. Tennessee and Baltimore is the uh, the next game as well out of the AFC. Should be close one, in my opinion. Uh, both teams have the same 11-5 record. Um, although Baltimore is right now listed at a 62% chance to win. It's almost 63%. Um, imagine because, oh, they have the game in Nashville, Tennessee. Interesting. Um, let's see who is listed out. Willie Sneed is out for the Ravens. A few of their big-time players on defense, Marlon Humphrey, Yannick Ngakwe, and Jimmy Smith are all questionable for the Ravens. Um, the only person of note that's been listed as out is Aaron Brewer, the center for the Tennessee Titans. So, that being said, um, it's looking like ESPN favors Baltimore, though. That's really interesting. I'm not sure because the Titans have had a decent season, won a lot of close games. They lost a close one to Pittsburgh. Um, I would not shy away from the Titans, though, being able to get themselves back to the AFC Championship game. Um, The way they persevered and performed last year, um, especially in beating the, the Patriots the way that they did to end that dynasty ultimately, I think that's something that's that Tennessee has over Baltimore. That's sort of that uh, recent playoff victory, the recent playoff success. But honestly, I could see this ending in about a three-point, a three-point game, like a twenty-four to twenty-one type of ge- uh, type of deal here. So um, I will take the Titans with this one. Although, what is the line? The betting line here is, uh, where is it? 
I don't see it here. But either way, I'm going to take Tennessee. And now the last but not least, my Steelers in a rematch against the Cleveland Browns at Heinz Field on Sunday night football. This is going to be the night game. Now, I've watched Pittsburgh all year. They have had a lot of close games against teams they should have they should have beaten handily, like the Cowboys, like the Bengals, like the uh, like Washington. All teams that they should have beaten. They won a close game against the Titans as well. They should have lost it. They won a close game against Baltimore both times. Probably should have lost both of those games. But Pittsburgh at 12 and 4 had a little slide of 3 games in a row but crucially won that game against the uh the Colts to lock in their spot as the third seed in the playoffs. And of course, lock in their division crown. So that helps. Now, Cleveland barely beat the Steelers backups last week. So with Ben in the game, I believe that the Browns won't be an issue for Pittsburgh. Yes, I know, I'm biased. We've already established that. But I will go back to what I said last time, and it's this. These are not the same old Browns. The Steelers, like I said, have both lost to or beaten teams they shouldn't have. It would really suck, but I would not be surprised entirely if Cleveland gives Pittsburgh problems and pulls out the upset. Because even though they beat Pittsburgh barely with their uh, back with our backups and their starters, I still am not entirely convinced that Pittsburgh is going to just run away with this game. And who knows? I may be speaking that into existence for all you people that believe in, uh, and I don't mean you people as in like, just in a disrespectful way. No. But all you folks out there that uh, believe in karma or the secret, you know, uh, affirmations, that sort of thing. Okay, fine. If I'm putting that out into the universe that I think Pittsburgh's going to have a little bit more of a challenge than they think for this game, then fine. I'll take that. But I don't know. I'm still going to go with Pittsburgh by a touchdown. If it's Pittsburgh by a touchdown, I can live with that. But if it's Pittsburgh by one or two or three, possibly even six, eh, I don't know. I don't think Pittsburgh has ultimately what it takes to make it all the way to the AFC Championship game, much less the Super Bowl. They're good enough. But I don't think they will. This could be one of those seasons that Steelers fans remember with some fondness. Obviously, because of COVID-19, this is going to be a very uh, memorable season for anybody, for, the, for any football franchise. But in my opinion, Pittsburgh is going to have some issues, um, especially in looking at uh, who's going to be in, who's going to be out of this game. Ooh, where did I go? Sorry, I got to go back here. Um, I 
Don't you love it when your computers are slow? Um, yeah, so Browns versus Steelers. Who is in and who is out? So in the injury report, Pittsburgh is reporting no injured players. All their starters are going to be in. For the Browns, they got quite a few injuries. Terrence Mitchell, Jack Conklin, Sheldon Richardson, Nick Harris, and Denzel Ward. Three of those guys questionable, one on IR, Denzel Ward is out. But Baker Mayfield's going to play. Big Ben is going to play. Chase Claypool's going to play. Jarvis Landry's going to play. You know, James Conner will be in. Kareem Hunt will be in. This should be a good game. The Browns are 11-5. and I'm not going to take anything away from him. Currently, Pittsburgh is favored at minus six. That's why I'm going with Pittsburgh by a touchdown. I think that's fair. Everybody knows that the Steelers are not this unbeatable team. They, they sure as hell looked like it for a little bit, but we shall see. And by the way, some of I just want to uh, let's see if I can get you a score update on the Rams versus the Seahawks right now with just under just over two minutes left in the first quarter. The Rams are up three to nothing against the Seahawks. Um, So at this point, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap it up here. This has been your quick hit sports show on Sino Sports on Anchor. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many other places where you can get your podcasts. Check out Sinosports.com. That's C as in Charlie, I as in Igloo, N as in Nancy, O as in Owen, sports.com for more content. We got plenty of video of high school sports, plenty of, uh, plenty of videos and, sport and, uh, and photos of all these different events going on in the Vegas area, as well as we'll be touching on some more... Uh, national level sports uh, talk and everything. Um, Shout out to everybody. Have a great rest of your day, folks. And thanks for tuning in.